Welcome to the Westridge Church Young Adult Podcast, featuring Brad and April Chandler. So, for today's podcast, let's start with a story, but not like, well, it could be a real story, I guess, but we'll each say a line, okay, and then the next one picks up. Okay. The next line. We'll okay. just keep going back and forth. All right. Until it becomes either ridiculously silly or makes no sense at all. Or it has a nice, tidy little conclusion. Or everyone lives happily ever after. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Start it off. Oh, I thought you were starting. I'll start it off then. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a boy. This boy had green hair and a long pointy nose. The boy's name was Beatrice. Beatrice. What's his middle name? His first name was John. Yes, John Beatrice (laughs) Adidas. Okay. And John Beatrice Adidas was on a journey. A journey to save the world. From all of the bees. (laughs) You see, the killer bees had struck his town, and the people were terrified. (laughs) The name of his town was Fraggle Rock, and it was a wonderful place to live. So John's idea for saving the town was to buy a BB gun at the local hardware store in Fraggle Rock. That's right. It was called a Red Rider BB gun, and unfortunately, he shot his eye out. <laughs> Apparently, he's never seen that movie. <laughs> what movie? I don't know what you're talking about. Don't shoot your eye out. This is a story. Okay. After shooting his eye out, he took aim at the nearest bee for practice, and he got him right on the head. You see, these bees are three feet wide and five feet tall. (laughs) Those are some killer bees. Exactly. So John threw down his red rifle, whatever it's called, and decided to wrestle the bees instead. He ripped off the arms and the legs from each bee and beat them all senseless with them. He forgot the stinger, and so he was stung many times. And he died. (laughs) The end. So that was a compelling and heartwarming yes. story. Yes, I feel like John didn't really respect the bees. What do you think? Well, that's that's what happens when you don't respect something or someone. Bad things. <laughs> <laughs> you die. <laughs> but that's a beautiful segue. Isn't it? Isn't beautiful it? Beautiful segue. Into what? <laughs> Into our topic today. Which is? Which I would like to title, even though you don't title the podcast. Agree to disagree. That's right. With a healthy dose of (laughs) R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Right? I felt like somebody was going to sing that sometime during this podcast episode. Knocked it out in the beginning. Way to go, babe. Check. So when I think of this topic, I think about your mission trip to Detroit. Mm. And one thing I thought was cool that you told me about, because I wasn't there, Mm -hmm. but... um, you told me about how your group went to a mosque, and yes. the main reason was to just have a conversation, like conversations with 
the what were they like the leaders of the mosque mm-hmm. for the community that you were working in mm-hmm. um, I don't know talk about that because I thought yeah. that was I thought that was a cool I don't know the whole the, that seemed like the coolest part of the whole mission trip yeah so we went to a mosque in one of the communities we were there serving and the whole reason to go was to serve uh, to serve them they're part of the community and and serve them and and hopefully have some conversations with them just to talk with them and we were able to do both those things. We weed-eated their garden and cleaned up just around the outside of their mosque. And we got to have a lot of good conversations with them, just talking about what they believe in Islam and what we believe as Christians. And the conversations were super respectful and really positive, And everyone really enjoyed them. Like, we were able to actually hear each other and communicate. So it was... I think the entire team really loved the whole experience of being able to do that because there's so much fear wrapped up in talking with someone who may believe differently than you or believes something or acts in a certain way or dresses in a certain way that's completely different than you. And the unknown we tend to fear is humans. And history kind of bears that out. I think we all experience that to a degree. So for all of us to get past the fear of the unknown and to just talk with someone different than us as far as what they believe and the culture they come from was really refreshing. And it was really cool because you see not only the differences, but you also see the similarities in the things that are alike between the two of you. It seems like it'd be a lot more um, productive, too, than yeah. just arguing back and forth or trying to, like, one up each other right convert the other yeah 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 it was it was really cool but that's something that you see a lot i mean you see it in the news you see it i remember in school so in elementary school i remember at the lunch table there was several times where students would just like start asking the question just questions of are you are you a christian or are you not? Or, and this is in the Bible Belt, right? So we live in Georgia. This is the South. So to ask, are you a Christian, is not like this super absurd, weird thing. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, it wasn't just, are you a Christian? It's like, what denomination of Christianity are you? <laughs> are you a Methodist? Are you a Baptist? Are you an Independent? Are you a Presbyterian? In elementary school, you're asked yes. this? <laughs> yes, because every, like, there's so many different denominations represented even just at the lunch table yeah and once you identified with a particular whether you're a christian or not or you're a certain denomination or not Mm -hmm. then that's when you could tell certain students would like gravitate towards different students or agree with different students and it automatically seemed like a little bit confrontational and it was it's weird but that's like all the way back in elementary school i remember that Huh. And it, I still see it happening today Yeah, where sometimes someone will disagree with a particular view. Mm-hmm. And it's not just with, with religion, religion. And, and what you, how you view the world and, and how you view politics. God. But, yeah, it's politics, of course. There's shows all the time about people disagreeing and debating and things like that. In, in all of any of the conversations, 
Okay, I should back up. Not in any of them, in all of them, but in many of them, you hear a theme of disrespect for someone who has a different viewpoint in a different... Yeah, almost like a, a feeling like you could never learn from anybody else and you, ha- you hold the, the absolute truth in your hand. Like unteachable. Mm-hmm. Did I throw you off? Well, okay, so you said you have the absolute truth in your hand. I, there is absolute truth, and someone could have absolute truth. Yeah. They could. Right, but to say, when you say it like that, it almost makes it seem like there's not that. Like, no one has absolute truth. That's the way that sounds. Yeah, I guess I'm thinking of, like, you know, politics, and most of the stuff I normally hear are just people's opinions. Right. But there is absolute truth out there. Of course. Which is where it can get tricky sometimes. Because yeah. if somebody believes that's what they are talking about is an absolute truth, yeah. then they're not open to hearing anything else. To me, that's the interesting thing is you could be talking about an absolute truth. Like you could be telling me about something that I would say is an absolute truth is that there's a God who loves you. Mm-hmm. Like that's just absolutely true regardless of what you do or what I do. Yeah. Or what I say or what you say or how we feel. Like, that's just true no matter what. And I could, just for the sake of this argument, have a different view than that. Like, either that there isn't a God or that God doesn't really love me unless I do certain things or, or whatever my view might be. So if I have a differing view than you do, you could approach that in a few different ways. You could either listen to what I have to say and and just objectively look at the differences in our two opinions and our two viewpoints mm-hmm. or you could immediately be resistant to anything i have to say and argumentative and confrontational and and because your defense have become offensive and try to attack what i'm saying in the viewpoint i have yeah and that to me is the problem like that happens in a lot of conversations, but especially when you're talking about meaningful ones that have to do with a relationship with God or understanding who he is and your view on the world, uh, you, you can't really get into some of those conversations either because you're afraid of the fact that someone would believe something different than you or because you are so, you get so angry or defensive when somebody, somebody believes different and has a different viewpoint and says something contrary to what you believe and say. Yeah. I heard a statistic that was saying, I don't remember the numbers, but it was talking about how um, people nowadays don't talk about spiritual things. Um, and it's mainly because of this reason. Like, mm-hmm. even best friends won't even discuss spiritual stuff or potentially politics and stuff like that. Um, because it's just so hard to stay. They're just afraid of what it's going to turn into. Yeah. I love this story in the New Testament where Jesus is, he's about to be arrested in the garden right before he's going to the cross. And Peter, as Peter does, rushes in and goes to defend Jesus and gets his sword out and tries to attack the guards who are there to arrest Jesus, wind up cutting off one of the guards' ears, and Jesus gets on to him about it and stops him and heals the, the guard's ear and then reminds him that if he needed someone to defend him, that he could have thousands of angels there, like 
as soon as he asked for him to be there. So he didn't need Peter to be defensive of him and to go on the attack for Uh him. So when I hear and see Christians, and even with me, like if I ever feel the tendency or the want to attack someone who has a different belief, I, I remember that story because there's not really a precedent for us to attack anyone or yeah. attack another belief system or attack another religion. Yeah. We're, we're actually called to be gracious to everyone, mm-hmm. to love everyone. And so the things we see are, okay, God loves everybody, everybody. So it's not just Christians that he loves. He loves everyone. And he's gracious to everyone. So everyone gets something they don't deserve from God. And then we are made in his image. We're meant to mimic his character. We're meant to mimic his behavior. And so we're called to be gracious and loving to each other, which would include respect. So we're meant mm-hmm. to respect each other. Yeah. Even if we disagree, we're still meant to respect each other and to love each other in the process. So when we don't do that, number one, we're not reflecting God. And the other thing is you can't, ever have a conversation to even have someone hear what you believe about who God is yeah, and about why you follow Jesus um, or to hear why they don't do those things. You never get a chance to do that if you Uh never engage in the conversation because you only are argumentative and defensive all the time. Yeah. Nobody's going to want to talk to you if you're cutting off their ear every conversation. Yep, and then they can't hear you because you cut their ear off. Right, exactly. What? Word. <laughs> so how would you, I always like to go to like a practical side of this because whenever I hear messages, I'm like, okay, but tell me how to do that. Um, and I feel like you're really diplomatic and you have um, strengths in this area about talking to, talking to people about stuff like that. How would you... Um, how would you, like, breach a subject with somebody? Like, I guess I guess I heard you say one time you would, you would even listen to what they had to say and then say, um, well, would you like to hear what I think about that? Um, which I thought was, was cool, and for some reason I never thought to ask if I could share something. Normally I just don't say anything because I don't want to cause any conflict. But... Yeah. I don't know. Got any more, any more tips? <laughs> what well, I mean to me, that one's a good one because whenever you ask someone permission to do something, like yeah. to share, to, yeah. to, whether it's to ask a question or to share your opinion or anything like that, you're giving them the choice. Like you're not forcing anything on right. them. Right. So now, once they have said yes or no to that, then you can respond accordingly, and you're respecting them. So you're respecting their wishes. You're respecting yeah. what they desire and what they want and what they're open to. So if they say yes, which most people will, like most people are open to hear what you have to say, and they they respect the fact that you respected them enough to ask them that. Yeah. So I can see that. Mm-hmm. so now they have just said yes. So now you can say whatever it is you think or feel and believe about that, and you didn't force that on them. You asked them if it was okay for you to share that with them, and you're not saying it to them to say that what they believe is wrong and what they believe is bad and what they believe is evil or anything like that. You're just telling them what you believe yeah, and why you believe it, uh-huh. and it's up to them on what they do with that information. And, and I would even argue that it's not just up to them on what to do with that information, but it, it's also on God on what 
happens with that information. Like yeah. God intervenes in those moments sometimes, and He uses those things. We're just called to share Jesus. Like yeah. we're not called to force Jesus on anyone. We're uh-huh. not called to like make someone submit and believe. It, we're just called to teach people what Jesus taught and and present Him to them to serve people to uh, to go out of our way to to be like he was so in doing that there is grace there is love there's respect like there's all these things I, I think people respond to that I know I would I definitely would and I feel like um I know you said there's ab- absolute truths of course mm-hmm. um especially in our Christianity but um in addition to that, I feel like we could we can still learn things from people who are different from us. I mean, mm-hmm. there are some things that I have learned from other people that are different from me that can inspire me in my own walk with God. You know, like they might be doing this specific action or practice in Islam, and I can be inspired by that in my relationship with God. And it's not heresy. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think about that? I think God's truth is in a lot of places. I think the Bible is kind of the foundation that we go back to and the thing that can we can ground everything in and, and really use as kind of the litmus test on if this is, this is God's truth or not. But there's, there's things in the world and in life experience that we have that we can learn from other people, like you're saying, that that match up with that, that coincide with the things God's saying and the, God, the things God's trying to teach us. And he can teach us things in the midst of a rated R movie. Like you could learn something in that movie and you would never say that rated R movie is the encapsulation of Christianity and who God is. <laughs> you wouldn't say that, but there's this one element in there where a person had integrity. You're yeah. like, okay, that is true. That is real. That is right. Yeah. But it's like that. There's uh-huh. things like that in life. It could be in... A book, it could be in a movie, it could be in a conversation, it could be in a viewpoint. It can be in another religion. It could even be in another religion. Yeah. But that isn't to say that every religion is the same, and that doesn't mean just because you believe, both religions believe in truth, and both religions believe in love, you don't throw out love because that religion believes in love. Well, so do we. Like, it's, love can still be true. It makes sense because other people can see truth yeah at the same time as we see it right and it doesn't mean you can't have any common ground or commonality yeah and like you're saying you it doesn't mean you can't learn from someone who doesn't share every single viewpoint and opinion that you do and this applies like beyond just religious conversations and your spirituality and the way you view the world i mean this can come down to the more mundane things like we could start talking about things like diet Things like style, things like hobbies and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I used to eat a particular way before we got married, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't care if something was organic or GMO-free or... I didn't think about any of that stuff. I just wanted to know, did it taste good? And does it <laughs> fill my stomach? <laughs> and those are the main questions I had. And then you come in with all of this completely different view on food and diet and now I eat differently because of the things that you, that I learned from you. So 
you can learn things from all kinds of different people and and you were super you never resistant know. at first i was yeah i was so but i don't know that i was being diplomatic when i was <laughs> well, trying to get you to come to my way and that is a different relationship we're talking about yeah. like a husband and wife relationship yeah but some of the same things apply i mean you being just at least open to having a conversation with somebody about something that's different than the way you think and view mm-hmm. could ultimately change how you view and think about that thing. Potentially. Yeah. It yeah. might not ever change anything about how you view or think about it, but it also could open you up to something that is true or is better or yeah. something you never would have tried before because you were afraid or didn't know anything about it or something like that. Yeah, I think it's cool. And if truth is truth, so if God is who he says he is and if Jesus is who he says he is and who we believe him to be Mm -hmm. like nothing is going to change that like we said earlier like those are absolute truths so I don't have to feel threatened by something like another religion or something else yeah it's it doesn't change who God is or who Jesus is and who I believe them to be because those are true when I was growing up like Mm -hmm. it was almost like if you associated with somebody of a different religion it was gonna like like you were gonna catch it you know what I'm saying like it was like Mm -hmm. you stay far away from that um, because it's just you know evil Mm -hmm. and harmful and and that's really not helpful like who's gonna be brought to salvation you know if you have if you think of them as evil or like you want nothing to do with them mm-hmm. you're not inclusive to people who are different mm-hmm. that's never won anybody over nope, nope. not me <laughs> <laughs> one other thing that's I think a part of the conversation is when Peter is encouraging the church and talking to the church about having a reason for the hope within you so there is this call to share Jesus. There is this call to know what you believe mm-hmm. and to share that and to have a reason for when somebody says, why do you believe that? Why do you act like that? Why do you treat people that way? To have a reason for that, not just to be like, well, I don't know. Yeah. just feels good. <laughs> My mom and dad did this. I, you know, it, if that's your answer, it's that's not like the worst answer in the world, but... God is asking us to share the bigger reason there, like the true heart motivation for you and what you believe about those things. So those opportunities are something that we're meant to have and I think come out of living this servant-minded, loving, gracious lifestyle in front of other people. And we're meant to be ready for that. Like we're supposed to be ready for that. So it isn't just talk and have conversations and never share what you believe and never talk about Jesus. No, we're, no, no, we're called to, to share who Jesus is. We're taught to teach what he taught mm-hmm. and to allow those opportunities to happen and, and to share as often as we can. But that looks a lot different sometimes than what gets portrayed in the New Testament versus what we sometimes see now from the church or from Christians who feel super defensive. Through the years I've been exposed to because of other people and them doing things that are different than me or thinking things that are different than me. Besides your wife. Or saying things, yeah, other than the (laughs) diet thing that you helped me with and and changed about how I viewed it and thought about it. I mean, there's been sports that I've tried because somebody else knew something about it that I knew nothing about it and I tried it and liked it. Yeah. Or... 
tried it and I didn't like it. But I was exposed to it at least because of someone being different than me. It also depends somewhat on your personality type. Like some people really gravitate towards new things and wanting to experience new things and others really thrive on routine and schedule and the things they know and don't want to branch out and once they find what they like on a menu they don't order anything off the menu other than those things Uh and fish tacos (laughs) yep any mexican restaurant we go into (laughs) april's probably gonna order the baja fish tacos and you're probably gonna order a quesadilla or nachos yes so and and even that it's not like those are bad things in 90 percent of the time Every time. Every time. (laughs) (laughs) It's just more the idea, are you open? Yeah. Like, are you, like, if the waitress or waiter said, so the nachos and quesadillas and fish tacos are all good, but we have this new thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And you should try it. Like, are we completely closed off to that idea just because it's new and we don't know anything about it we've never tried it? Or are we willing to to try it out? (laughs) And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Man, we're killing the movie quotes. So, babe, do you have any other thoughts on this topic? Um, I don't think so. I just really like the title, Agree to Disagree. <laughs> that's really the only reason you want to do this podcast. So we can call it Agree this episode. to Disagree. Agree to Disagree. So we can end with that, though. Like, can you be friends with someone who believes differently than you Thinks I think as Christians you. we have to be Ooh. we need to be Ooh, tell me or how are we reaching out to the world if we're not come on and I say that as a stay at home mom <laughs> <laughs> who interacts with no one <laughs> who knows nobody like that <laughs> but when I did work you know I had all kinds of friends and all uh, kinds all kinds of friends and I, I hope that I was a, an influence in their lives and I actually think they were influences in my lives, even though we, we had totally different beliefs. I, I mean, there's many things I learned mm. from them. Yeah. And just, I think being friends with people who are different is not only a good thing, but it's something that can open the door for God to do something different in their life and draw them even closer to them and cause them to know Jesus. At closer some point. to him? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like you. Oh, you're so sweet. So I heard this verse this week that I really loved, and it kind of applies to this. I think it's kind of like an inspiration when you are talking to people. Mm -hmm. Um, It's John 12, 47, and it says, I have not, it's Jesus talking. He says, I have not come to judge the world, but to save it. And I just think we should mirror that in the way we talk to people. And I just love it. He's so awesome. Hashtag truth. Should we wrap it up? I think we just did. Wrapped up. <laughs> Put a bow on it. Like a bow. I'm making the motions of <laughs> tying, of tying a, bow. a bow on an audio podcast. Perfect. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. That does it for this week's podcast. For more information about Westridge Church, our young adult ministry, please go to westridge.com slash YA.